That's yours. Merci. Here's mine. Cheers. Cheers. Here's to a full season of Tide Sessions. 20 episodes, eh? Well, this is the 20th. Mm. Not sure how good it's oh, going to be, nice. uh, having just poured a nice glass of red wine. But Yeah, I guess we've talked about this, how we should never drink before recording an episode. Because we usually record in the evening and we both don't do well. <laughs> we just we just make stupid jokes and so this is probably going to be the worst podcast don't swirl recording. it that much you're going to pour everywhere I'm just a, I'm mike a pro. likes like swirling his wine at a level I'm a pro swirler just because my mum who is obviously french i showed you how to obviously. do it she doesn't do it like this at all that's yeah, just she, too much there's like a storm she, in a glass she does get a bit um wary that i swirl my wine that much yeah She's like, you've had it enough now. Just drink it. So anyway, it's just going to be the two of us this evening. Um, we wanted to finish off the season in beauty, you know? Is that even an expression? Finishing? Yeah, it is, isn't it's it? It's more like going to be in a bowl of fire. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we really wanted to um, close this season and give ourselves a little break to get season two ready um but we've got quite a lot of things that we wanted to chat about and just reflect on the best season and who we've talked to and who we've met and how nice it was for us as well to chat with loads of different people for sure well and we've we've talked to you know like kite surfers you're gonna are you gonna list it windsurfers yeah Kayakers. Wakeboarders, kayakers, jet surfers, free divers, sailors, scuba divers, foilers, wingers, yeah. swimmers, yes, a podcaster, yeah, and an app developer. And what? They're both kite surfers and an app developer as well. Oh yeah, they're both kite surfers though. I think I think um, Flo's episode was actually quite successful in a way. Yeah, it's definitely one of, of the most listened to. And uh, definitely one of my favourites because I love techie stuff and I love the surf rap. And Flo yeah. is a really interesting guy in himself as well and he's explained it all really well. And yeah, it was nice to find out that it's, it's just two guys working on that, you know. So it's, yes, yeah, it's it was nice to find out more, more about the surf rap for sure. It was definitely a nice one. It wasn't my favourite. It was interesting, but I'm not that techie. So, I mean, I'm techie, but not. And, we, and we stuff. found out that Flo is pretty good at making pizzas. Yeah, which was You've yeah got a nice pizza really oven. Everyone, so if, I don't know if, if that made it into the Flo episode. Ever, or if you ever meet Flo, get him to make you a nice pizza. But that might only be in the Netherlands. Mm. I don't know if he carries around uh, his lovely pizza I'm oven sure he everywhere. Does. Um, my favorite was definitely Charlie's one. Um, I think her free diving stories were so inspiring and. It's definitely made me want to do a freediving course even more than before. I'm actually yeah. probably going to do it with her in January or February, probably. Yeah, because you asked it, right? Yeah, and she's so... I don't know if you... Some of you have started following her on Instagram, but she is redoing an old boat with her boyfriend. Um, and What's it the boat looks called? amazing. It's called Feral. Feral. Yeah. 
And yeah, so if you go on Instagram, I think it's Feral Sailing or yeah, something like that. You can to find follow that. It's really cool. Like they really started from scratch. It looked it looked terrible, and now it's looking amazing. And they're gonna do obviously they're gonna sail around the world with it, and they're also gonna do some free diving trips because they're both instructors. Um, so that's yeah, that was my favorite episode and getting to meet her and see how I don't know. Just she was so lovely. I mean, everybody's been amazing. And I think we also realized how people who love water sports usually are quite like-minded and we just all got yeah. along really well. Because if you, we all share that same love for the water and there's no one that we're like, oh no, I wouldn't get along with you. We would, you know, we got along with everyone. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Maybe yeah. it's because we're so nice, you know, so we just get along with everyone. I don't think everyone. it's that at all, no. No, it's probably not that. <laughs> It was it was so nice. I think for both of us, it's the first time um, putting ourselves out there like that and doing this podcast has been like way better than we thought, like in terms of just how it it worked out. And even though it was a bit chaotic with a toddler trying to figure out when to book people and when to record, um, it's been really fun, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's just mainly because the conversations are so enjoyable when you do actually sit down and, and well, we sit down to record it in the evenings, it's something we look forward to, I guess, because you know, it's always like a really cool person that we're talking to and we're, we're learning stuff and getting to chat to them about their lives and water sports, which, which is one of our passions as well. So, yeah. yeah really, really but I cool. think what's really interesting is I remember us, there's a few, before a few recordings, we were either arguing or not in a good mood, probably me. And magically, <laughs> because obviously when you record with someone and you get to chat about all these things, you can't just be moody and, you know, you have to be in the moment and uh, switch your mood around. And I remember, like, I just, every time after each episode, after each conversation would just be in such a high, like such yeah. a high, such a, such a good mood and like feel super inspired and super amazed. And, you yeah. know, that, that was, that's yeah, we'd just the power it of that. And like- Make and dinner excited. and have like a little yeah. chat about everything that's just gone on. Yeah. And, and both of us are super excited for the sports that we've just talked to the person about and everything like that. And yeah. so, some of them we, we hadn't really thought about a lot, like uh, like like sailing or like jet kayaking. surfing or kayaking yeah. or something like that. But after speaking to these people and they're hearing their like enthusiasm and stuff like that yeah. about it, it's always... Makes you want to try everything. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I want to try all, all water sports, so it's... Yeah, That's I cool. think, I feel like most of us want to try them all, but we also need to kind of focus on what, like it's yeah, tricky. Cause, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I personally, if I could just choose one, it would definitely be free diving. Um, you know, if I had to choose one, and for you it probably would just be kitesurfing or winging because you're in, excited about winging right oh, now. Oh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. but will talk um, about my winging stuff later maybe. But I think what was interesting when we asked people what other water sports um, they'd like to do, most of them said, oh, I don't, I don't know if I'd have time. And uh, it was really funny when we pushed them a bit more. A lot of them said, what did it, a lot of what came back was um, spearfishing, actually, which was interesting, wasn't spearfishing, it? Spearfishing, freediving, um, that sort of thing. And, but most of them were like, oh, I don't know, like just well like francesca on the last one she's like I've, I've done everything i've I've ticked all those boxes i don't need to do anymore but 
But what, yeah, what exactly. one did she come, she come up with? Yeah. Oh, no, we chose one for her. Like, what, 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 what did we? Or something like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Because she couldn't um, think of oh, any other Oh, she did say she would be up. I think she'd be up for everything anyway. Of course but, she is, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was really interesting. So, you have any favourite moments? Like, do you remember anything in, in I don't know, any episode that you, you really liked? Yeah, I think one really special one was definitely Mike Coots, uh, where he was telling us about um, the big wave that has just come through um, called freight trains at, in in Maui, um, where where he lives. I think you've had to fly to another island, and you know the Instagram and everything like that was just blowing up with all the pro surfers and everyone and him riding this like beautiful wave that has come through and they, everyone was saying it's like been the best wave and you know mike mike was out there surfing and, and... <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> yeah that that for me was like one of the one of the nicest moments and then definitely a highlight of of chatting to him and and other people i guess when you when you hear of stories and moments like that in the water definitely definitely really nice Mike's episode was amazing. Yeah, it was definitely starting cool. on a high. Um, I I think my favorite moment is again, um, Charlie's story about her diving at night with whale sharks. Yeah, that's insane. That was crazy. So yeah, I'd definitely be scared with diving at night, but I think she sort of eased my mind, I guess. With that diving at night, uh, after talking to her about it, I think I might be okay with it. If, like she suggested, if I take a, a torch or, or something like that, like an underwater torch down there, I'd be okay with that, I reckon. Yeah, and I think it's funny because Zendi's conversation, like that was really interesting as well about free diving and having two different kind of point of views. Um, but thinking about, because obviously you probably all noticed that I was slightly obsessed with white life throughout the season, which is still am. I mean, it's probably going to carry on, carry on to, until season two. But um, since talking to Mike, because I think we mentioned Ocean Ramsey's book. Since then, I have read the book about sharks. And um, it was so interesting actually realizing when you're freediving all these things about sharks, like don't apply. So, for instance, when you're diving at night, you're not meant to think that sharks and other animals can actually see you better than you can. I mean, it was a whole thing in the book about that. And the end of the day, you just need to embrace that they're not just they're not going to attack you. They're just doing their thing. And, you know, that's probably what Charlie was saying. You just got to trust and not start thinking about crazy stuff, because if you can't see anything, you start imagining stuff and then it gets a bit. It's get, it gets a bit scary, doesn't it? But anyway, yeah. yes, that was my favourite story. I guess that's one of my favourite bits about the recordings that we've done is Mel asking that same question to everyone. Have you seen any sharks? Have you seen any crocodiles? Yeah. And to be honest, unless these people are actually wanting to do it and diving with sharks, which some of them are and wanting to dive with sharks... They haven't. Not really many people no. have seen them. That's what one of the. Well, the real story out. about seeing, like, about the, not seeing, but about the crocodile stuff was insane. Yeah, about he's, jet he's, he's a, he's a brave lake. man for doing that. I, I, I myself would not like to go in. No, that's crazy. And Heidi as well. She said she's been in like uh, crocodile-infested yeah. uh, rivers and uh, stuff like that. My goodness. 
Yeah, not, just not for me. Mental. I wonder what everyone else thinks of that. I don't know. I, I think they agree. I don't think anyone <laughs> say, wants to wants to like say you're in agreement. Go close to crocodiles and sharks. I mean sharks, yes, but crocodiles, I don't know. Have you got any other favourite bits? I'm trying to think. I mean, I thought Josie's well, why, why were you really, think? really. Um, Josie's episode was really nice. Just sounds like you're peeing, though. Oh no no. You're just pouring more wine. You still have loads of wine, wine in your glass. No. Um, yeah, Josie's episode was really interesting. I really liked. Jet was fun because it was so nice catching up with him. Yeah, that's always um, fun. And yeah, I mean, I liked, you know, all of them. Ryan's one was really good. Um, and it was so funny that we're going to White Mills like the next day and we saw him then. Um, yeah, I just thought it was amazing. Getting to like, and I love that we did a man and then a woman and we kept on alternating because then we had so many different perspectives and because I feel like yeah. it's always that same problem in, especially in kite surfing. There's a lot more men and it's just nice to have in water sports in general, you know, different voices. And yeah, I really, really loved it. And I think I preferred most. I feel like women are just better storytellers in general. Oh, I mean, there's good men storytellers, obviously. I'm gonna, but um, a lot of the women that we interviewed had some kind of backgrounds in public speaking or in you know writing books or for writing sure, things. like Josie, so, so good, Charlie, Charlie, Jenny. oh Holly Beck, Holly, yeah, was good. so Holly, yeah. Holly Beck, definitely. She she was a great speaker, and I think yeah, I think Holly could chat on for hours and hours about and about surfing and yeah. holistic coach surf coaching and. Yeah, amazing, amazing to talk to her and how much experience she has in and what she does. And yeah, yeah. a great speaker. So, yeah. Yeah, it made our job easier. Yeah, you just, you just throw a couple question of questions and, and then yeah. she will go on for yeah. ages. And, and, and a really nice, really nice podcast that was. Definitely. Really like that one too. I think I do one more. So, that's the thing for next season. We are, so we're going to have a break and then. We really wanted to plan things. We did plan the season, but like plan it even more and really make sure we explore even more water sports. Because I don't know, I don't know which other water sports we we talked about that we haven't gotten yet. But I like I'd like to get more surfers for sure. Yeah. So I was looking into finding some. Uh, foil surfers, so people to do like towing, foiling, um, winging, because we haven't spoken to like a dedicated winger yet. I know, yeah. Um, we've spoken to people that have tried it and do winging, but not a dedicated winger. Um, also, someone that does cliff diving, I think it would be oh, really yeah. interesting to though. sort of get into the mind. Yeah. But I just need to, yeah. So it'd be interesting to get into the mind of a of a cliff diver, um, because that's that's pretty technical and a really nerve-wracking sport mm -hmm. in in some cases yeah water skiers oh do we want water skiers someone wanted to to try that i can't remember who said it but they said yeah who i want to try some water skiing who now. said that someone recently as well mm. can't remember bad memory um yeah i mean i think we've explored a lot of water sports but 
there's always I think we more. need to explore more kite surfing to be honest really we've had loads of kite surfers <laughs> yeah that's a joke um, more kite surfing but yeah. it'll be interesting to hear what everyone else thinks so if you've got any comments or or if you if you think of anything uh, send us a message in and, uh, and, and we'll try and get yeah, some yeah well, if you on. want to refer people if, if you know people that are amazing and inspiring and have stories to tell just send send them all away because we'd love to chat with them and I think it's all about stories isn't it so yeah someone not the thing is if we're honest I found it hard with kite surfers and must again a lot of guys that do water sports in general are so into water sports that they're very bad at planning or booking things in and it's been hilarious because obviously they're just in the water all the time so it's like oh when do you want to record i'm and sorry the like, swell there oh no it's a good bit of wind yeah it's it's nice <laughs> it's nice and windy the swell i can't do it but we so know it, how that tricky, is isn't it? as well so. no we do but it's hilarious how actually quite hard it is to sometimes book people because you know for lives yeah, I mean, we, I had to rearrange some bookings because we had lessons on and, and wind yeah, in certain cases. Epic. So, yeah, you know, that's, how, that's how it um, goes. Yeah. But yeah, so the school is now closed for winter, and uh, mm-hmm. but our, our shop is still open. So if you're yeah. looking at getting any Christmas gifts, get onto the yeah, website. We've got, nice we've, bits. We've got some, uh, um, some good stuff for there, or you can get some gift cards. Yeah, like, I just designed some beautiful vouchers. Gift ah. vouchers. Um, but yeah, that's nice that that's still open. Um, but that's why we're having a break as well, because we've got Christmas coming. Yep. Holiday time. We're going to have a little chill and uh, have a little recoup. Recoup. That's a good word. Yeah. And um, it's going to give us some time to sort of get some more bookings with, with some people and really sort of get us to think about who, who we want to come on next. And uh, Yeah. And like have a good idea of of how we want to, if there's anything we want to change for the next season, how we want to, you know, the format in itself. Because I like the idea, I don't know, I guess you guys have to tell us if you'd like that, but some of my favourite podcasts have some kind of, um, a kind of fact check at the end of the episode, a kind of chat between the hosts to like check if anything said in the episode was wrong or right or, you know, uh, and I we've think probably said we probably need stuff. yeah we probably need well, one. You guys are probably like, do these guys know what they're on about? Yeah, you probably. <laughs> so maybe we do need to do a fact check. I think it could be like. fun, um, but you'll have to let us know what you think because at the end of the day, we're doing this for for ourselves because it's really fun and we're actually getting richer from these stories and meeting these people. But it's also for whoever is listening out there, so. Yeah, if you have any ideas or things that you want us to do, um, yeah, definitely let us know. Um, yeah, so that's what we're thinking about for season two. Probably will come out, I don't know exactly when, next year. Early next year, obviously, but um, yeah, after a little break. Sure. So if, if you're a kite surfer... Uh, or you follow kite surfing, then you've probably seen that the Red Bull King of the Air has just been, and uh, what what a King of the Air! That was fun, yeah. Definitely, without a doubt, your favorite. Gonna say it, not just my favorite, but I think it was the, the best, best King of the Air that ever. we've seen. 
Ever. Yeah, but why is that? Why do you think Ever. it is that? Is it because the level has been as as up? I don't know if you can say that, but you know, the level is the, in kite surfers has gone crazy. It's gone high. to the moon. Yeah. Also, well, to be fair, there's something that must have like um Oh, I can't find my words. That's the wine starting to work its effects. The wine's kicking um, it. But you, you were able to watch <laughs> it from beginning to end, which is really nice. Yeah, it was very rare, rare actually that I actually yeah. get to watch it live stream beginning to end. That was really, really nice. Yeah, so I think that might have had um, an impact, I guess. So on contributing factors, the wind was good. Yes. You, they didn't have to wait for too long. The old Cape Doctor... Southeasterly was blowing from let's say twelve. It looked good. Yeah. The tablecloth was frothing, and they got the the event started around half one. Mm-hmm. Cape Town time. I can't remember, but yeah, it was around that. Super super good wind, and it just kept on increasing as as the day went through. Yeah. Everyone was on. Like some people are on sevens and sixes for the double loops. Let's say, but you know. Eight meters was uh, probably the average cut of the day, I reckon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's a good contributing factor of why it was so awesome. But and then another one was definitely the all heat. the new the yeah. new guys coming through. I mean, there was there was a lot of the older guys um, like Kevin and Lassie and Aaron, um, but the new guys were obviously throwing down like rolling it. To be honest, yeah, it was amazing to see and. It's crazy also to think that now they're all the average. We should look at the average age of the I guys. I think it was like around 23. Care. I remember well, Adrian and Colin saying on Kaipa Surf 365 that the average, that the average age was like 23. But which really, is the podium, they were like 16, 17, 18, literally. Jamie is 16. Yeah. Andrea is 18. And I think Lorenzo is 17. Yeah. Which is insane to think about. So Madness. I think I'm trying to to analyze why this King of the Air was so special, and there's probably I think one of the elements that made it so good is that the fleet was so new in a way as well. Yeah. So you had some of the old guys, but for a few years we've had the same people competing. So you kind of almost know yeah, what to expect. Yeah, it was a bit samey, wasn't it? Yeah, you know what to expect. You know who's gonna do well. Kevin won a lot of times, and it was kind of like, yeah, okay, he's gonna. But this time it was like so many wild cards in a way, you know, and so many guys where you were like, wow, they're all amazing. Like, and, and what happened? And I mean, we thought Andrea was going to take it. Then he hurt his ribs. So we're like, ah, I don't know. And then Lorette and Jamie. I mean, Jamie wasn't even supposed to be in it. And then yeah, so bloody... Yeah, that, that's one got, of the things you know, that made it so good for me, I think, is seeing Jamie getting second place in the Porsche Golden Ticket. And... If uh, Ayrton wasn't going through, so Ayrton Gonzalino, uh, he he didn't go through because he hurt himself, I think. Yeah. So he didn't go through with the event. So that meant two of the Porsche Golden Ticket entrants um, who battled it out at the start of the competition would go through, mm-hmm. which was Evan Klein, Jamie Overbake, and Cohen van Dijk. So Cohen won that round and Jamie came second. But... Because of that, J- Jamie went through and, and yeah. in, in his first heat I think, in anything. the competition, he beat the king of the air, Mark Jacobs, and the world champion, Andrea Principi, uh, in, in Did absolute he win that style. One? Yeah. You know, 
to, yeah. to win that heat. He was doing it, that was just amazing. But for I think, me you, to know, watch, you know, obviously Jamie is really good. And it also makes me think about weight in a way. Because in King of the Air, height is so important. And Jamie was just sending it. But when you think about it, he's obviously really good technically, but they're all really good technically. So what it's going to come down to is also your physique, like, you know, and Jamie is yeah. so light. He's like 65 kg or something, right? And then Mark Jacob is probably 90 64. or something or like maybe 85, but yeah. like, I think he's more like 90, right? So there's, at the end of the day, there's also physics that are coming, you know, and... I mean, he was on a seven meter, you know, he's on the seven what meter ozone edge, V11, yeah. and yeah. absolutely flying. I mean, I, I use that kite and it's an absolute rocket. Absolutely love it. It's for boosting, it's insane. Yeah, it's So I see, I see how he was getting the air, but I mean, Jamie's always at the top of the wood leaderboards, yeah, getting 30 meters plus, so he's, he's insane at getting Yeah, but don't you think there. there's something about what they're all weight as well because they were saying about hill as well yeah i think weight plays a massive factor and i I think on one of the podcasts we say with lily i think we spoke to lily's one and we i i I said yeah maybe if you're a bit heavier you can you can sort of edge and you can jump higher well no but i I, yeah now now i completely take that back fact checked (laughs) let's say if you're a lighter rider and you can hold down that power and you can send the kite up fast enough yeah you can definitely you can definitely fly high so an- another another thing that you know set set ahead of all the other king of the airs is the the trick uh, repertoire. You know, you've got Repet- the the, Whoa, repertoire. Just the repertoire. It's the wine. I'm, it's I'm, the wine. I'm, oh I'm my god! He's some, uh, some repertoire. Uh, so the double loops, the, the variations on double loops, as well as other things. It was quite windy, so the handle mm. pass game wasn't really coming out. I think no. we saw some early on Did from Liam do Jason Vanderspey. Um, I don't think Liam done any. Um, I think Cohen Cohen Van Dyke. I think done one in the Porsche yeah. Golden Ticket. I remember, but yeah, not much on the handlepass game, which is a shame. It was too uh, windy. I think I think uh, Jason Van Der tried like a mega loop, unhooked from the beginning from the kicker as well, which is cool to see, but not at much height. Okay. Um, we didn't we didn't see much of that new school sort of uh, stuff of unhooking from the kicker and doing mm. like a loop with some rotations, but. I'm sure we'll see that in the coming future. I mean, future. it was all, all the heats were like mind blowing. And like, even at the beginning, it was just, yeah, just mind blowing. It was like, insane. is that not the final? Oh, no, it's like heat two. Like, it was just crazy. Yeah. And then, well, what was your favorite heat? I don't know. I've been thinking about this because, you is know, is that what you think about in your downtime? I think about Ooh, this constantly. What was my favorite heat? So, in, the King of the in, a, in a way, I think it was Hill, Vlue. And Liam Whaley, that was just a monumental battle, mm. um, and it and it went down to the wire on the on the buzzer with, you know, Hill. He he done like a huge double loop board off. It was absolutely massive, yeah, and then he one. just didn't stick the landing. Which yeah, I think if he would have stuck that landing, he he would have he would have won it no matter what. But then Liam came out of the bat and. On the buzzer, double loop. Yeah. Everyone was like, I, I, I didn't think he was going to land it with how low he brought that kite. And he just, you know, straight on his feet is as that... always, like a cat. Yeah. He was there. Yeah, that I, I was on my feet and um, you were probably telling me to calm down at that point. Yeah, you were like... <laughs> I was like jumping around yeah. going, what? <laughs> um, 
Which one it which heat was it that I think it was with here, I'm not sure, but there's this shot of two kiters up in the air, like doing a double loop at the, oh, same, at the same time. time. Um, that was insane. That also, was it's tricky, on, right? Andrea and oh, I can't remember now. Was it Andrea and Liam? Probably is to be fair. Might be. I think I'm, it might have I been. don't know. But what's crazy with that, right, is that it's not a good idea to do something at the same time as someone else, right? Because they have to yeah, judge only one. Yeah, the judges might, yeah. not, might not get that score. Well, they have to do one, right? I can't yeah, they, remember. But I it think it's the first person to shot, take off. They'll, yeah, they'll be watching it. That shot was insane. So um, the, the other heat that's in contention for my greatest heat of all time is the Jamie Overbake one where he was battling out with Mark Jacobs and Andrea Principi, like the two top guys. Mm. And then he came out on top. Yeah. It was it was absolutely madness. I was just I couldn't yeah. believe what I was seeing in front of me. It was it was a it was an amazing heat to see Jamie coming through and doing that. So I don't, Jamie I don't did know. So well. I don't know which one is the top, you know, because that battle between Hill and Liam was was great, but Yeah. That other one and, and Jamie's rise throughout the whole thing coming through from Second place in the golden ticket. Yeah, he must have felt, to, to felt se- insane to second place for him in the whole competition. To do that, to go from you know not not knowing the day before that it was going to be in it, to like winning second place. It must have felt so crazy on the day. For sure, and I think that's like I don't I might be wrong here, but I think that's Ozone's first appearance in King of the Air. I think. Ruben, might be Ruben, wrong about this, no? I might be wrong. I think Ruben might have rode, ridden uh, um, Ozone in the King of the Air before, but I'm, I might be wrong. See, that's why we need fact checks. We need to check this one. This is one that we definitely need to check. But o- Ozone are a definite uh, winner for that because yeah, they don't, you know, to get a second place podium. Well, they're um, really great kites. Awesome. I don't know why they ever, when they lost their, their spark amongst riders, you know, because they're such great kites. And they've got really good riders, so hopefully it's going to come back because, yeah, they're awesome. Oh, they're there to stay. I, I, I yeah. absolutely love the kites. You know, flying that new Enduro V4 as well, oh, that yeah. thing loops so nice. I need to try really, it. I still haven't really cool. tried the Enduro, right? I've tried the the Edge. I love the Edge. It's making me jump around. Like yeah, crazy. you need to try that one. Yeah. So what was your what was your favourite trick of the comp? I don't know. I'm really bad at knowing how to call them. You don't but even I know what's going on up probably, there. Yeah, most of the time I'm like, whoa. <laughs> what is <she> doing? <laughs> whoa. I think, um, yeah, I would not know, you know. Oh, well, I think well, it's just that hold up. the double loops. You Again, a, you need to pull mine. You need a topper. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but careful. Oh, my goodness. Ching. Right, careful. That's enough. Thank you very much. Um, can we keep some? You're drinking all of it now. Um, Might as well. It's, it's his birthday wine. But oh, it was my birthday yesterday, yeah. Was it yesterday? Yep, 33 years of age. Yes. Anyway, um, your greatest trick of King of the Air. I, I wouldn't know, but I just that shot of them, of these two guys doing a double loop at the scene. I mean, they were, it was a it short a film. Sick, like, it was it a real, I probably saw a real. Um, that's my favourite. Just the fact that they, they were so in sync. It was perfect, wasn't it? It's crazy. The shot, so that I remember that there was... Someone done like a reel of a guy that got the the shot and it looked yeah, it looks really cool. Absolutely epic. Oh, oh my goodness! It's giving me the hiccups. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. What about you? Oh. 
do not know, you know. If if uh, if Joshua Emmanuel landed it, that double loop he pulled off was insane. But he, was he, he lost low? he lost his board in midair. Ouch! Uh, that would have been a winner uh, because that was massive. Um, yeah, well done, Joshua, for going for that. It's it not was, like he's going to listen to was, this. I don't care if he listens to it or not. You're going to send it to him and say we mentioned you in, the, you know. That was massive. Yeah. Uh, he's but the the one that made me stand up and jump was was Liam's one. Yeah. Liam's double loop because so, you know, that, I really thought Liam was going to win uh, King just, of the Air because I was saying like obviously he's amazing and I just felt like because he's not won it yet but he's always come really close he's always so I close. thought it yeah. would have he'd be so you know determined and he probably was I mean he, he clearly was mm. but he's probably fuming you know I mean I'm pretty sure he's fuming I don't Still. know because his performance was amazing yeah, but still, he's probably fuming that. Plus, yeah, you know, he had to go up against Andrea Principi. Yeah, heats in a, yeah, Like, about a heat after. So there was, like, a heat in between. Yeah. So he, he didn't have much time to sort of prepare. Mm. I, I, I did think, oh, no, he's going to be on the back foot on this one because yeah. Andrea's had a bit anyway, of time. I think we're alienating, you know that word, alienating or the listeners that don't kite stuff right now. Or maybe oh, that's fine. Things. They love it. Well, no, if they don't kite surf, they probably don't know what's happening. But Well, anyway. so most of them probably have an yeah, idea of we what should we're do going a little, on. We should do a little poll to know will, will, like the people that listen to this, are they kite surfers or not? I think they are. Most of them. <laughs> a lot of them are. I know that. Um, But yeah, King of the Air. Great, great event. And comic for next year. Yeah, we so, want to keep talking about it. Yeah, well, there. Oh so Kev, Kevin Langery uh, posted a video a few days after. It might have been a little bit more than that, um, of saying, "Is it his last competition?" Uh, which was quite. It's upsetting, not really. You, know? you said that to me. Oh no, wait. Or is it the title of the video? But in the video itself, he never says he's not competing again. He doesn't say it. He, he says, he poses, is this my last he, thing? He poses but, the question and he does get... Yeah, yeah, but he says at the end, he says, see you at the next one or something. Well, maybe we say that way. Am I getting drunk? But, like, the way he <laughs> talks about it, I don't know. I didn't I don't think he wants like, it to be, you know. Yeah. I think he needs to stop now. But, like... He's stop. got a lot of things going for him, you know. Reading's doing well. Yeah. Uh, those kites are great. Um uh, I think he's got a lot of things going on for himself, and like he, he said in the video, it's, it, it starts to get to him now. You know, the things that these well, kids are doing and, and yeah. everything like that is scary as shit. Yeah, it's it's super scary. Some of the stuff that people are doing and the risk, uh, like everyone says, like the risk factor is madness. Um, if if you hurt yourself pulling one of those double loops in forty knots and you come down and the kite doesn't catch you. You know, you, you, you can get put in a coma, you can break ribs, like what you've seen yeah. in the previous King of the Airs yeah. with Lewis Cratham uh, going into a coma. Um, yeah, Is rib- it Lewis that, go, that went uh, into Jesse a- Richmond broke his legs, you know. Oh, yeah. There's there's some serious consequence to this stuff and and the, re- the reward very, isn't that great, you very know. Very intense. No, it's not, is it? No, Do they get not, any money at King of the Air? They get money, but I think their sponsors probably give them a bit more um, for winning it. Or... Yeah, but still, I think in the sport it's just insane, like the risk, the risk they're taking for risk versus know. reward. Isn't but it? even yeah. money, like it's not worth dying or 
getting into a coma. So anyway, it's I, I guess it's an extreme sport. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, so they will. But yeah, I feel like when you're 30, you're... And I think your brain doesn't... Like, there's a whole thing about this, how at 16, 17, 18, you your kind of danger zone in your brain. I don't know how to explain this well, but it's not not been activated yet almost. So you are more likely to be like, yeah, like let's go, let's, let's be crazy. But when you're yeah. 30... Yeah, it's a bit you, more of a preservation mode. Thing. Yeah, so... <laughs> I feel that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I do even more now that we've got a child. And I think it's yeah. probably the same with Kevin. Once you become a parent, you're like, oh, I don't know. Um, so we haven't even mentioned the winner, like Lorenzo. Lorenzo how, yeah. how, how well we done with the event? I mean, he's always and been amazing, and I'm so happy he won because, yeah, he's always been so good, but also always in the shadow of Andrea, and yeah. for him to actually be also recognised, um, is awesome. So yeah, yeah I'm really his, happy, and he his did first amazing. major competition win as well. So, and what what a win to yeah. to get is like the king of the air on. As we've said, it is the best king of the air that's happened so far. So for him to win that one, yeah, amazing achievement, amazing achievement. And then uh, a few days after king of the air, he announces he's leaving Duotone. Oh, yeah, going for Cabrina. Shocker. Yeah, he's gone gone to Cabrina. They must have Um, had so much money. For him to go to Cabrina because Duotone is Yeah, no, but they, 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 they made that decision before... Do you reckon? He won- yeah, he made that decision before. They must have been King so thrilled. Oh like, yeah! Oh my oh god! My god. We've, we've got no, the but King. then he won on a duoton kite, so I guess I don't know. Yeah, but they're probably still. I mean, he's always been amazing, so they didn't probably. But it it is awesome for them. Yeah, so they they've got a new big air kite coming out. I'm not sure what it's called yet, but um. Pat, Pat Goodman's designed a one? big air kite. I feel like they had one. Yeah, they've got, they've got like the FX2. The FX, is it the FX like that. that's meant to be? Because we used to, to ride Cabrina, I mean, especially in South yeah. Africa, because that's what the school had at that point. Yeah, I mean, the switchblade can jump and the FX was good. And I think they've designed I like my like drifter. the FX2. That's my first guy. Nice. They've got a really good range of kites, you know? Yeah, they're awesome. I do like them. And obviously, because I love Moonau White, so. I'm just yeah. wondering what kite he's going to choose for like the double loop game, because they're this this, no this thing with uh, the the kite pit stop these days is uh, is such a big thing of like going for like a kite that can jump big and then coming in for a kite that can loop fast. Yeah. That they can get a double. They never loop used to do this, like did they? They never used nah, to this, change this as much. This is coming like in the last thing. like year yeah. or so where where S loops and double loops has mm. come like a a big point in competition where you, you've yeah. got to be able to do it just to add yeah. variety or something else to your game you know mm. some some of the guys like in uh cold hawaii they went out there Oops, with sorry uh, <laughs> they went out there with like six meter kites straight away just to be able to do consistent s loops double loops in a strong wind i'm just wondering what lorenzo's uh kite choice will be for the for the double loops Obviously, the big air ones. I'm not. The, the I'm not interested in care of the air anymore. I want to talk about your winging because you've been non-stop talking about. I have been on about my winging. You went since out, my last session. Recently. Yeah, you went out. Oh was my it god! A few was days it a ago. Session? And yeah, tell us about that session. So, I'm gonna go to the beginning 
of why I started winning. I don't winning. know why I started this. Let me drink more wine. <laughs> I need to pour myself some wine to talk about Mm-mm-mm-mm. this. No more. Michael. Just a little. Oh, God. Mel has to keep tabs on my alcohol consumption. I do. So I started winging because I saw all these people online sort of getting out into waves, catching the wave, holding the front of it and just riding the wave. And that for me was the main appeal of of starting to wing. That's that's the main reason. And uh, I'm using a nice Ozone Wasp V3 for my wing. I've got a little five meter. That's all I've got right now. And then I'm using the Axis Froth Board with the Super Easy Starter Foil, which is a nice, nice big, uh, big foil. You know, gets you plenty of lift. And you know, I found it quite easy to start because I've got some experience within uh, kite foiling. So this the session. Yeah, tell us about that session. Absolutely awesome. So the wind was a bit marginal sometimes. Where were you? So I was at Westbrook Beach, okay. which is a little beach in the UK, in Margate, <laughs> sort of that little area. And it was a cross-shore wind, reasonably flat on the inside. And then there were just little waves rolling in out, out, out mm. the deep. And um, I didn't think about riding them to start off with because I'm still sort of, I can do jibes, but it's been a while since I've had a little foil, a little foil on the wing. So I went went out there, I had a little go, and at the start it was quite nice. I, I didn't have to pump the wing too much to get going, and you know got the jibes going, and then the wind sort of dropped dropped off for a little bit, and then I had to really work the wing to even get going. So I was practicing those water starts on lighter sort of conditions, and then the wind started to come back again, the tides started going out, and these waves started lapping in like super clean. So I started doing little jibes into the wave and then trying to just straight away just let go of that wing, holding the handle at the front and just sort of cruising along. That's really cool. Cruising yeah. along this wave for about 100 metres and every now and then I'd probably sort of like pierce out of the water with the foil and, and fall over. But there was this one bit around mid-session where I've I've linked together about five different waves I've jibed into them. I've I've just turned out of them and pumped the wing to sort of get back out to another wave, and it was just a constant sort of in and out riding waves. Let go, get them into the foil again, and then the wing. Yeah, it was, oh, it was awesome. So perfect. Wait, I've got a really important question for you. Far away. Did you see any sharks out there? <laughs> no sharks in the brown water. I don't think you can see anything. Yeah, we've got no wildlife. No, we do, we do actually. I mean, that's the most line. interesting thing I've ever seen off our coast is a porpoise, which is like a little that's dolphin. Really, yeah, that's pretty cool. And that was why we had a I dead was... seal on the beach the other day. I mean, the other day, sorry, yeah, that was like six seals, months ago. Lots of seals. So yeah. I, was, I saw this porpoise while I was um, I done like a around the aisle, so I I kite foiled Thanet, from you mean? Oh, the yeah, Thanet. Thanet. Yeah. So I kite foiled from Ramsgate all the way around on a northeasterly wind to Margate and then I came all the way back upwind and then tacked all the way around to Ramsgate again. So I went That's all nice. the way around both ways. And then oh. off the coast of Botany Bay, if you know the area, 
Uh, I saw a poor person. It was wonderful. Probably the I really want to learn how to foil. I would love well, to. Well, the wing, wing's a good way of doing it. Yeah, don't have time for it. I'd rather than uh, do my free diving course instead. Yeah. But the thing is, with, with, with the wing, I've, I have recently got myself into some bad situations. What have you done? When? Well, I, when well like the session before in. the last one, um, I, w- I went out on like a onshore, cross onshore situation and it was very light. And yeah, I was just super sort of trying to get out and just get running. And uh, I think on one occasion I, I got out going to the left. And I went I like all the way out towards Margate. You're giving us too many details, Michael. I'm definitely not. Yeah. And then basically I couldn't get back in. And then I had to swim a very long way. So, oh, that's fun. You know, I had a long swim. And yeah. if if you're just starting out winging, don't go on an onshore, cross onshore. Go in a, a nice cross shore wind. Make sure that you haven't got too many waves to sort of combat. Flat Flat water is preferable. You know, don't make the mistake I made of going out in mediocre wind as well. Make sure you've at least got enough wind to get up without pumping the wing too much because mm-hmm. that just makes it super difficult. And, you know, it's a bit of a workout on your arms as well. Yeah. Well, that's enough winging for tonight. I think that's enough winging yes. for sure. But, yeah, well, this has been fun. I think we've rambled around. Around? Rambled around? For long enough, I think it was nice reminiscing and thinking about what's happened for you know this season so far. For sure, and um, um, hopefully we'll excited. be back in sort of later January. Yeah, probably around that time, maybe February. Well, I think late January. Late January, yeah. let's say that, um, and we'll 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 put together a nice Have a list. Cool line up. If if any of you have got any questions or, or things you want to talk about or people you wanna you wanna hear from, then please yeah, send please us a message us over. Yeah, we're here. And um yeah, we hope you have a lovely Christmas and a lovely new year. Sorry about our drunk ramblings because we've Well, you mean your drunk ramblings. <laughs> I'm fine. I didn't pour myself six glasses of wine. Um No, it's not six glasses. I've had a few. Um, but yeah thank you for listening as always and we'll see you next season thank you for listening and uh, yeah we'll see you on the next one